Blog Talk Radio. Oh, hell no. Lardy, Miss Clardy. Lardy, Miss Clardy. Lardy, Miss Clardy. Hello out there. Welcome to the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show for Saturday, July 24th, 2010. I am your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and your co-host for this evening is Brenda Wright, the lightest right. And while we're here, I guess we're going to be talking about other situations as well. We're talking about relationships. And... I am lost for words because even though that I am on live, I am not able to get my paperwork out and tell you what's going on. So this is what I will do. Hold on just for a minute. Let me get a let me get a slight pause for the cause and we'll be right back and I'll come on the right way. So forgive me, but we need a slight pause here. We'll be back. Yes, I had to go to that place to get to this one. Now, some of you might still be in that place. You're trying to get out. Follow me. I'll get there. You be trying to read my lyrics off of this paper before I lay them. But do them take the thing up these words before I say them. Just ain't no way I'm going to let you stop me from crossing them. What I say them, I do something, I do You feel like you 
did it for me. Admittedly, I probably did it subliminally for you. So I could come back a brand new me. You have seen me. And don't even realize what you did. Believe me, you, I've been through the ringer. But take it too little to the middle finger. I think I got a clear in my eye. I feel like the king of my world. Haters can make like bees with no singers and rock gay. No more bees, blingers, no more drama from now on. I promise to focus solely on handling my responsibilities. The father, so I solemnly swear to always treat this group like my daughters and raise it. You couldn't lift a single single on it. Cause the way I feel, I'm strong enough to go to the club or the corner pub and lift the whole liquor counter up. Cause I'm raising the bar. I shoot for the moon, but I'm too busy gazing at stars. I feel amazing and I'm not afraid. All right, you have us back. Welcome, welcome to the Lardy Miss Cardi Blog Talk Radio Show for July 24, 2010. I am your host, Lardy Miss Cardi, and your co-host is Brenda Wright, the lightest right. And we're also here with the guest, Tyrone Island Smalls, the poet man on verbal thoughts. We're coming at you live from Columbus, Ohio, with fresh news on Saturdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. This is the place to be and the place to hear what's going on right here on the Lardy Miss Clardy on Blog Talk Radio. It is for real people with real issues and with real solutions. And what you just have heard there is Eminem on I'm Not Afraid, okay, to take a stand because we are still talking about relationships, one-on-one hands experience to be continued, but we are at the conclusion. And today we do have a great show for you. And these, this here is for people that have been through, been there and done that, and some may want to do it again. We will be talking about tips for couples if they want to stay together, how to heal, console, and forgive in relationships, how to forgive yourself. Later, to give reflections on verbal thoughts, there will be poetry to boot. If you have time, and if we have time, Island of Verbal Thoughts, and myself will share a piece of poetry with you to help soothe the savage relationship. You can still, can you still be friends with your ex? If not, why? Is your relationship still working? How did you make it work? We will be talking on relationships Again, one-on-one hands experience, the conclusion for people that have been there and done that, and some that may want to try again. Hey, you can help us find real solutions or give us encouragement and inspiration. We would want you to do that for others. And if you know anything about this, then this is a topic for you. Come join us in Real Talk on Relationships. Share your views and your positive and negative thoughts as well, and your struggles and your victories, whatever it may be. This is a challenge for everybody. Everybody's going through. So, again, you want to contact myself, Lardy Miss Clardy, or Brenda Wright. You can contact us at this particular number where we are on live at 347-884-8684. Again, that number is 347-884-8684. Eight four, and you can contact us also by 
uh, email, which is wclarty at yahoo.com. And you can also, oh, excuse me, I said that wrong, at wclarty at familiesandvictimsoffraud.com. Excuse me. And you can also reach Brenda at little, little, fast, tiny. That is spelled L-I-M-F-A-S-T-I-N-Y at yahoo.com. Okay, without further delay or ado, we are going to talk on relationships enhanced one-on-one experience, okay, to be continued, but we're at the conclusion. So uh, then I'm going to take one more little small break, and then I'll be back, and we can collect our thoughts. We'll be back. Relationships, more on, you know, what's happening, current events. So I want to start the start the evening off by talking about how to deal or how to heal after a relationship with a narcissist. Now that may be funny that we're talking about that subject too, but that will probably help every last one of us figure out what we're going to do about somebody that's stuck on themselves constantly, persistently, really don't see anybody else that's around them. And also, 
you know, this is for people that may have married into situations like this. I know that um, I was asked to mention this because it was good information um, in, the, in, in this segment, so I'm just going to read it from eHow. You can find this article at www.ehow.com, okay, called Heal After, Relationship, After a Relationship with a Narcissist. And so it says here, and this is by Audrey Brown, Healing after a stressful, traumatic, or abusive relationship with a narcissist can take a lot of time. You may feel something like waking from an emotional coma or grieving and can even present challenges as you try to refine, redefine your world view and sense of self-esteem all over again. Here are some steps to help you cope as you adjust back to a healthy reality. All right, they've got here the instructions of... First things first, consider finding counseling or a support group. Being in a relationship with a narcissist can be just another form of abuse, so you have to recognize that this post-relationship emotional weight you are carrying is affecting how you see yourself and the world around you. Because as we said before, narcissists narcissists are, are people that constantly think about themselves, I, 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 and it's, and it's, uh, it's excessive, okay? And, uh, and what that means is that they don't really see the world as a view as us, we, or them, or they. It's more of an I. So I want to let you know that that's what that means. And it says here, in order to fully recover, you may need help. It doesn't mean you're crazy. It just means you value yourself and your life around in your life enough to want to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and start all over again. And then they give another one, reconnect with those you love that love you unconditionally. And whether that be friends from high school, trusted family members, sometimes we not so mysteriously disconnect from those we love when a relationship is, with, is, is in a relationship with a narcissist. This is usually by the design that narcissists for security reasons. So reconnect and rebuild those bridges. Get mad. Get really mad. It's okay to be sad as well, but it's important to connect with with that feeling of anger against that narcissist for the ways they took advantage of you. Anger in this case is good. You deserve to feel angry for what they did to you. And it can also protect you from their attempted future abuse. All right. And so, and again, that comes out of here. They say tips and warnings. They say, uh, I highly recommend reading up on the subject of narcissism. This is such a common form of abusive relationship that you'll actually find comfort as you learn about it. It wasn't just you, even when you thought you were crazy. Again, please seek help from a professional to ensure full recovery and, most importantly, to prevent this from happening to you again. For whatever reasons, we tend to repeat patterns like this by getting into relationships with similar people. A doctor or a therapist can help you stop that pattern forever. Okay? And, again, this is coming out of www.ehow.com, okay? And again, this is how to heal after a relationship with a narcissist. Now, the question for today is this. 
Can you still be friends with your ex? If not, why not? Is your relationship still working? Do you do you want it to work? Okay, will you I know that we'll be talking on this subject on relationships one on one, hands on experience, the conclusion. And and those things that we want to talk to you about the topic is how to heal, how to forgive, how to stay together if you want to stay together. But all in all, it is to console and to help build happy and healthy relationships, whether friends or whether you went through something, you broke up, but you can still be friends, whatever the case may be, but it surely will be of great help and interest to you. So what I would like to do is I would like to uh, turn it over to Island, and Island is going to talk on some of the solutions in a relationship when learning how to forgive. And we're just going to give him this uh, this time to this time to 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 read up on something that is coming out of is coming out of Winnie Winnie Excuse me, I was really reading that, wasn't I? That's what it says here, and it's at www winmyexback.com, okay? This is on relation solutions, relationship solutions, learning how to forgive, okay? And so I'm going to turn it over to Island to just read a little bit of this, and I will return to finish it up. Relationship solutions, learning how to forgive. Did you know that you can experience the magic of making up through forgiveness? It seems like such a thing, yet so many experiencing complications is their relationships simply miss it. Many feel that if forgiveness involves the act of agreeing with another person or condoning words and or behaviors that they actually feel are inappropriate. This perception of forgiveness has been held throughout history. The fact is, it is a wrong perception. Forgiveness simply means that we allow ourselves to accept that which we cannot change, allows us to become free from the bondage of and other complicated emotions. It allows us to show our love for another. In this guide, I will provide steps on how you can experience the magic of making up through forgiveness. The step to forgiveness, excuse me, the first step to forgiveness your partner is to get out of all that you are frustrated over. In many cases, it is best to first write out how you feel. You should do it in such a way that only you see what you write. Write down every detail, every emotion, and vent every bit of anger that you are able to. Once you get it out, you will feel better. Then you can take the highlights or the more serious issues and figure out a way to contend with them. From here, you may need someone other than your partner that can vent to, that you can vent to, I'm sorry. This could be a a professional or it could be a higher power, such as God. The choice is yours, but it's a step that you should be engaged in. Analyze analyze the problem objectively. Once you've composed yourself, find out how your words or actions contribute to the conflict. 
chances are that no matter how many how minute they were, your action, your excuse me, <laughs> your actuations were indeed partly responsible for the problem. Don't let your partner get all the blame. For an action plan, if you want your relationship to succeed and grow after a disagreement, you're going to have to make amends for your slip-ups. Focus on what you can do and what can please your partner. However, prepare not to compromise your personal values. Save a little respect for yourself. Pause and revert to the first step. Check if you are still frustrated and if you still feel resentful after you've drafted an action plan. If when your intentions are noble, you cannot expect your forgiveness to be ready and complete in one instant. From time to time, you must convince yourself that you are really willing to learn to forgive. Confess to your partner. In the interest of open communication, don't keep your partner in the dark about your emotional struggles in the relationship. Use polite and tame language when you admit to your partner that you were upset about something that was said or done. To avoid putting your partner on the defensive, start your confession with, I felt as if, and ended with, I'm sorry. I forgive you. Will you forgive me too? Forgiving yourself and the person you love can be a daily habit that will help you rise securely through the ups and downs of a relationship. Hold on to this habit and let go of your anger and resentment. This guide has already shown you that the journey to give the receiving forgiveness is not that difficult to take. Thank you. That was Island Smalls right here as the poet man giving you some solutions from the article on Relationship Solution, Learning How to Forgive. Again, you can find that information at www.winmyexback.com, okay? And, again, that is on Relationship Solutions, Learning How to Forgive. And we both, we all know that forgiveness is a great big part of, 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 of life, and also in order to, you know, to, to succeed in your future. So that is a very important piece that will connect everyone if people would learn to let go and understand that we all get hurt, we all go through things, and sometimes it's deeper than what you can really imagine, but there is power of forgiveness. And however you've got to do it, whether it is through God or whatever your belief may be, do it and do it quick so that you can get with your life. So, and is we have somebody here that wants to speak on a few things? Well, we have here from Fresh Face Radio, Ma'anale All Day, and of course, this is my daughter. You know, you will get to hear a great personality that knows a lot about what's going on in current events. So she would like to have words to say, and we will, you know, have her online so that she can speak. She's right here in the house. My Annale all day. Thank you for coming on to the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show, darling, and glad to have you. Well, thank you for having me. 
Hello, fellows, ladies. I am Anale all day, and as you know, I am the daughter of Miss Lardy, Miss Clardy. But outside of that, speaking about exes, I've been definitely researching the word. One thing I have to say that it says in the Bible that you need to be able to forgive someone else for the sins that they've done to you, for God to be able to forgive you for your sins. Also, remember, in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, acknowledge God with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. For he is the way, the truth, and the light. And I added that part in there because he is. And I want you guys to know that leaning to your own understanding is just going to get you worse, get things to be worse in your life. If you allow to have God to build your steps, have faith, and understand that God is the creator, that if that's the man you want to be with, allow him to bring him to you. If that's the woman you want to be with, allow God to bring her to you. Because one thing is for sure, if God is not in it, it's not going to be anything. Well, and that is my Lay all day from Fresh Face Radio. You can listen to her more on her radio. And so there's a few things that, you know, maybe she might want to give you as where you can listen to her speak at. My Lay, could you tell them where they can find you on the Internet streaming live? Most definitely. You can catch me every Thursday between 7 Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. through 10 p.m. on WUGR.biz. Again, that's WUGR.biz, and that's online. I will be starting my own show very soon. I believe the date we have is September 26th for Real Life Entertainment, Real True Entertainment. Boy, oh boy. Now you hearing a true trooper out here with current events and that she's got a lot to say. I hope that you enjoy her comment and her view on relationships 101. All right. Now we're going to go back to over here to Brenda Wright. The light is right. And we're going to allow the time allotted for this lady, this dynamic lady, to give you some tips on surviving breakup, well, surviving a breakup. That's what it's called. And so um, we're going to uh, give a lot of time for Miss Brenda to uh, speak up, stand up, and speak out and show what she knows. Brenda, the floor is yours. Hi, listeners, and good evening. I would like to first give you some type of um, some information on where you can find this this article, this particular article. In case you want to do further research on it, it is ezinearticles.com. And this, the tips that I have to share with you this evening on surviving a breakup. Let's see. There's, I think, a few of them here, but we'll start with one. It's sadly enough, we will all have to survive a breakup of some type, whether it is a breakup of a relationship or a marriage. The aftermath.
surviving a breakup? This is one. Don't play the blame game. Blaming only yourself or your former partner for the breakup is is or would. Uh-oh, I'm lost. Excuse me. It's definitely a, mis- a mistake because that's not allow- allowing the person to to be appreciated for the way he or she may feel. And two is don't focus on the what is. What if I had done this differently? What if that had happened? Dwelling on what is will make you nuts. So just we all have things we wish were different than they are. But they are what they are. Things happen sometimes that we have no and we just have to do the best to learn something from it and move on. Don't give ultimatums to your ex. Giving ultimatums is manipulation and bullying. Even though you might be tempted by it, don't. It won't accomplish what you want to. Anyway, ultimatums will only cause resentment towards you, and that's not really what you need. And another thing, this is for the man in the man. Don't beg your ex to come back. Turning into a pathetic wimp for a psycho stalker is not going to help either of you. Giving your ex back because to feel because to feel sorry for you is a very short term fix anyway. Instead of being the the object of the pity, try to get the respect for how maturely you are handling your life and the breakup. And don't use threats to try to get your ex back. Using threats will only make them more angry and resentful towards you. This is what you want. This isn't what you want. Excuse me. And here is probably the best tip of all for surviving a breakup. Agree with your ex that there are problems and that it is a good idea to take a break. Take an honest look at the reason for the breakup and see if the relationship could be fixed with a little effort effort and compromise. Most of the time, you will find that a relationship can be fixed if you are willing to put in some effort and give things a little time. Let things cool off and see what happens. You may just find that instead of just trying to survive a breakup, you will be busy rekindling a flame. Rekindling a flame. Rekindling a flame. That's something to think about, truly. That is something to think about, especially if you're trying to rekindle something. And, Brenda, I want to thank you for, you know, that for that article because there are people that are asking questions and that want to know what to do to survive in breakups. So we thought that we could bring this information to you and that you would, uh, would delight over it. And forgive us for our little tongue-tied speeches tonight because it has been pretty darn rough. A little bit of everything has been going on. The, the computer want to act up. You know we all stressing out real bad because we want to bring you the best. But we hope that you will, you know, have mercy upon us and still enjoy the show and and still come with your comments and your views on this particular segment on relationships 
101 hands-on experience to be continued and to conclude, okay? So um, you can call us at the guest call-in number, which is 347-884-8684. That number, again, is 347-884-8684. And for those that need to do toll-free guest talk or to listen, here's a number for you, too. That number is one 483 3153. That number again is 1877-483-3153. Okay? And so, again, we are here to oblige you in whatever that it takes to make sure that we get this information out, and we hope that you are enjoying it, okay? So we will keep moving on here, and we will come about to find out how to forgive yourself, how to forgive yourself, okay? So, and this is coming out of the article from eHow, and you can find that information at www.ehow.com. This is on the, on the topic of how to forgive yourself, especially in relationships one-on-one, hands-on experience. So we are giving this information, okay? And it says here, sometimes in life there are times when we make decisions that we later regret. It is not easy for those to mend their broken hearts after we have hurt them. It is not easy for us as well as to mend our hearts and find it inside to realize that we are all just human, and it's a natural part of our lives. Making mistakes and learning from them is important for survival and well-being. If you, if we did not make mistakes, how could we learn to be better and succeed in life? We cannot blindly go into the world or into relationships without first knowing that we are subject to making mistakes, whether we like that fact or not. And that means for anybody that is listening, that means that you cannot be hard on yourself. Most of us beat ourselves up badly for the things that we have done or things that they have done to us but we must learn not to be so hard on ourselves because it is a natural part of life to make mistakes. One thing is to make them and you learn from them and correct them, but the other is to make the mistake, make it again and make it again, and you are not reaching for forgiveness, but yet you know you want somebody to love you anyway. And you can get it conditionally by uh, if you leave or if you give me, let me alone, but, you know, for those that need to understand, love is unconditional anyway. So whether they leave you alone or not, still love them because eventually they'll get it. There's some that do and some that don't. So they have instructions here. And they said, first identify the mistake, what happened and how it was handled. The most important part in this step is communication between your partner or coworker. Talk about the issue at hand is the best medicine before starting the healing process. 
verbal threats and physical threats are not taken lightly in many situations, and the best way to approach that from you is clearly stating why you said it and how you plan to stop it. When you really mean what you say to another person that you've hurt, direct eye contact is sometimes the best bet in assuring your honesty. Body language is the next assuring tool. You can show someone you care. Playing with your fingers, your clothes, your hair, or any object in your hand are all signs of insecurities that the other person will pick up whether you think so or not. Looking into the sky, other people, objects in your surroundings are also signs of insecurities as well as the other person will pick them up, pick that up too. So start your conversation by being honest, lying about your feelings or intentions will not help the situation. And every lie will get bigger in time because eventually you have to make up another lie to cover the previous lie. Then it talks about taking time away. The most important part of this step is finding yourself, taking time to just breathe and think. Every once in a while, there is nothing wrong with going away and getting lost with nature. Step two is important because therapy assists our needs, but being surrounded by the outdoors is the next best thing. Nature, in a way, can speak to us more than we think. We fail to notice the beauty of the outdoors because of our social lives. Sometimes when you take a step back from reality in this busy world, you find that nature and you are the greatest of friends. Let your feelings go and let the wind carry them away forever. Listen to the trees. Listen to the trees and plants because they can mend your sore mind. Seeing the animals gracefully roam around the birds flying will give you a sense of freedom and appreciation in life. Take a hike a hiking trip on a mountain, go to the beach and swim in the ocean, go to an exotic island and view it and view its beauty. Take a cruise and relax, etc. There are so many possibilities and ways to enhance your mind, body and soul. After it's all over, you will feel energized and feel a sense of peace within yourself and ready to face society again. And finally, the last thing that they speak on is forgiving yourself. In order for any relationship to work, whether with a partner or coworker, forgiving yourself is the number one priority before moving on in life. If you don't love yourself and if you feel you are worthless, that is exactly how you're in, how you will enter into another relationship, and more than likely, it will be marked for doom eventually. Respect yourself and understand that you are prone to mistakes, and if you can forgive yourself, you can be happier. When you look into the mirror, what do you see? Do you recognize yourself? Can you look into your eyes and say that you can overcome anything? If you cannot face yourself in the mirror, then how can you face life and relationships? Look into yourself and dig deeper into how special you are. You are a special individual that has talent, abilities, and priorities, and whether you think that you are unique 
or, or not, you have to know one thing, that you are the only you in this world. Don't be too hard on yourself because there's always things to learn and know. And that right there is coming out of eHow at www.ehow.com. And that is on how to forgive yourself. And that article was written by Audible. Okay? So uh, we're going to take a small pause for the pause or pause for the cause, and we will be right back. Okay? And we will be right back. Thank you. 
this is something that a lot of men and women have problems with. You may find yourself making excuses to visit him or her by forgetting things at his or her place or needing to discuss something trivial regarding the, tr- the children. Don't crowd him or her. Talk to him or her when you need to. Visit if you must, but be polite. Keep your distance emotionally and accept that you now lead separate lives. The sooner you set this, the sooner you will be able to find happiness again. Five, don't live in the past. Know that you've got some great memories from your time together. You would never have stayed together as long as you did if there were never any good times. Remember them by all means, but don't dwell on them. If you find yourself wishing that everything could be like that again, give yourself a mental slap and remind yourself that there are some fantastic moments waiting for you in the future and that the past is nothing but a memory. Six, don't drown yourself in guilt. You've probably said a few things that you didn't mean and now regret, but you can't change that now. By all means, apologize to your ex if it'll make you feel better, but don't expect your apology to change anything. Forgive yourself and learn from your mistakes. Rediscover yourself. That's seven. How much of yourself did you give up during your relationship? Did you find yourself bending over backwards to satisfy your partner? Now is the time to start living for you. Doing the things that make you happy will increase your self-confidence. Get a new haircut, rearrange the furniture, enroll on a course, do anything you like, but do it for you. Eight, sort out your finances. Your financial situation is bound to have changed, and it's important that you know exactly how much you have coming in. It is easy to start overspending while you're wallowing in your self-pity. A little extra indulgence here and there and there, it's easy to fall into the trap, so don't be tempted. Nine, don't become lonely. You may find out that your couple friends no longer invite you over or that your married friends don't have the time to do the things you suggested. Don't panic. This is perfectly normal, and as time passes, you will gradually find new friends. Whatever you do, be positive. When you are with others as positive people, always attract more more friends. When you meet new people, they don't want to listen to doom and gloom. They don't know you yet and will probably find it difficult to be sympathetic to a complete stranger. Be cheery and make them smile. People will remember and like you for that. Last but not least, don't get involved on the rebound. We've all heard it, but when you meet that guy or girl, It is so easy to forget. Keep your dates light and remember that there is a broad line between getting to know a person and bonding a close, intimate relationship. Don't try to jump that line. It's there to be crossed slowly. When you try to cross it too quickly, you'll you'll be forcing the relationship, and forced relationships rarely last. Yes, I know there are some whirlwind romances that have survived the test of time, but those are the exceptions rather than the rule. Thank you, Brenda. Brenda, that was excellent. Excellent piece of 
information there. Um, I want to ask a question, and the question is, is why did it speak on not to get in a rebound relationship? Explain what does rebound mean, because there's a lot of people that, you know, instead of taking the time out to heal and figure the next best road to go, except just go into another relationship because they've been hurt thinking that another relationship will help them to heal and get over something, and all it does is make the person that's doing the rebound feel worse because they are obligated at this point, and so they have not realistically looked at the relationship that they were out of before they stepped into another one. What does all of that mean? Well, from my my personal opinion, I believe that when a person jumps into a relationship or tries to get involved on a a rebound basis, it's typically because they are used to being in a relationship. So when they see themselves as getting lonely, they're not used to being separate. Mm -hmm. So they need that that need for attachment. Mm -hmm. So basically what they do is the first person that they may run into, that they, they may spark off a little a little bit in a platonic way. They they oversee that fact that they're rushing the intimacy because they want to be closer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I mean and it makes perfect sense. It really does. And and you know, a lot of people need to realize what they are doing when they get out of a relationship and then run into another one again, just like my Anale all day has spoken. She said that you know, Proverbs give you a lot of, of information on wisdom, and one of those is to seek, you know, God for don't try to lean on your own understanding. All these things will, will be a, a, a mistake if you don't stop, be still, and recollect your thoughts. So we're going to go on and we're going to speak on how to succeed, trying again to make your relationship work. And while I am doing that, I am going to take another break here so that we can recollect our thoughts to give you that information, okay? We'll be right back. Thank you. 
right, all right. We are back right here on the Lardy Miss Clardy on Blog Talk Radio, right here on July 24th, a nice, hot, humid day here in Columbus, Ohio. And we are back talking on Relationships 101, Hands-On Experience, the conclusion. Now, before, and we're at the top of the hour at 7 o'clock, and we, before I start into explaining or showing how to succeed, trying again to make your relationship work, we want to give you some surviving tips after an affair, especially if you have been involved with someone that uh, that you shouldn't have been involved with because one or two reasons, because you couldn't have the other partner and or you're going on a rebound, but you know the, it's all hurtful to everybody because everybody with somebody for some reason, but not all the time is the reason with a purpose. So, you know, we want to at least give to you some surviving tips after an affair, and this is going to be coming from Brenda Delightus Wright, and we're going to give her the floor in a minute. But I want to track back and go back to that particular song that you just heard on CD. This particular song was made by Island, our poet man, the one that does verbal thoughts, and he composed this piece called Pages of My Mind. And it's a beautiful song, very lovely, very orchestrated. And, you know, I hope that you have enjoyed that also. So we will give the floor over to Brenda Delightus Wright in showing us how to survive an affair, giving tips. Brenda? Before I, I share those tips with you, I'd like to go over sorry, to where I've gotten this information from, which is www.lifeiscomplicated.info. Um, there are three surviving tips, and I'd like to share those with you. It says surviving an affair can be long, a long process for those trying to mend their shattered marriage or relationship, rebuild the trust that has been lost due to one partner's emotional issues, or whatever else issue that may cause this to come about. It says, um, affairs surviving can be done, however, as many successful marriages have overcome the problems and many cases have come through stronger and better than before. Sound unlikely? We'll read on for some tips on how to survive an affair. First, control anger and hurt. Before anything more can be done, one of the biggest problems in surviving an issue in a relationship is anger and hurt. These emotions serve a purpose, and they are justified to someone in your position. But those that give in to rage and depression over an affair can never move forward. For instance, you must learn when to walk away from an argument without destroying it. Say you will be back after a walk because you are too angry to talk right now. Two, communicate. This can be stressed. This cannot be stressed enough. Some couples end up not communicating about the issue because they know it will lead to another argument, and others purposely choose not to think, talk, think about it. That by uh, burying the past, it, it can be forgotten. Choose. Um, 
Neither of these approaches work. What works is what is the hardest thing to do is to talk about the issue. Find out who, when, and why, because only by understanding the issue can we inject some truth back into a relationship for there can mend the wounds and find out what needs to change. The third is realize it would never be the same again. This is a stumbling block for many spouses or boyfriends and girlfriends who just want things like they were before the issue and cling to that hope for so long that when it never, never arrives, they end up even worse. The reason for this is it never can be the same way as it was. Nothing will change that. There is, however, one powerful choice you can make here that can end the misery in time. You can choose to create a new relationship out of the old one. This choice combined with what you have learned means you can live behind the old relationship that may have indirectly led you to partners, you two partners, and, and to create a new one together that can be a fair, a fair proof because both of you know exactly what you need to create a successful, happy marriage or relationship. And both of you want to be with each other exclusively because you give each other everything you both need. So if you want to find out step-by-step guides on how to achieve these steps, overcome and survive the specter of the affair and create the new marriage or love that will help build trust and create a strong marriage or relationship. And speaking on on that issue, I have another one here that I would also like to share with you that is about overcoming issues and rebuilding trust, and it's from psychologysuite101.com. It says how to save your marriage or relationship after issues with your partner. Okay, over, overcoming marital issues or relation issues, whether it is physical or emotional, takes dedication, time, and energy. These suggestions for saving your marriage or relationship with your partner will help rebuild trust and create a strong relationship or marriage. I, w- I have uh, six steps that I would like to go through with you. That, that may help you or, or may help you help someone else. The first one is apologize to your spouse. Apologizing for the issue is a simple, powerful way to start overcoming. You're, you're, you're in pain and so is your partner. You may feel defensive, scared, and confused, but a sincere apology without excuses or rationales is the first step in saving your marriage or relationship. Two, listen to your spouse. No matter how bad it makes you feel, let your partner share feelings of pain, disgust, rage, or frustration. Listen intently until your partner finishes talking. Put your feelings of guilt, remorse, or pain aside. Overcome whatever hang-up it is that you have that involves emotional sacrifice and painful, vulnerable vulnerable communication. If you want to save your marriage or relationship, 
you need to work to build a better relationship. Discuss the physical or emotional parts that take in, take place throughout this process. Your spouse deserves answers. Share some details of how and why you prayed your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend. Discuss the affair in terms of how it came about and how you and your spouse can assure it doesn't happen again. To overcome marital issues, talk about a plan to protect yourself from another one. Change, number four, change your lifestyle. After you and your partner have made a decision on on the issues that that have came about, you are no longer free to follow your old patterns. Accepting new limits and boundaries. And we're going to go down here to number five. Talk about your lifestyle changes. Show how your life is different now that you want to save your marriage or relationship from another issue. Ask your spouse if your changes are helpful or not. And six, accept a long period of healing. After you have overcome your issue, you, your spouse, your boyfriend, girlfriend, it take it'll take longer than a few weeks to heal. Your partner will probably watch you closely for at least a year after the affair of the issue. It'll take a while to accept everyday occurrences such as you being late for dinner or suddenly changing your plan. Sometimes, in in some cases, you may need counseling. So the best, best, if that does come about, is to make the, the decision to be a part of whatever it is, if that is what you want to do, rebuild the trust. Well, that speaks for itself. And that's for sure. I will men- I will mention this, that it's not easy to overcome infidelity or 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 just messing around on each other or whatever it may be, but it sure did have a lot of good tips in this particular article that Brenda was reading and I I, I want to I want to explain something as as we go along in this segment, this last segment here on um Relationships 101 experience, um, hands-on experience, the conclusion. You know, us as as individuals, that's including all of us, uh, even myself, you know, we go through friendships and relationships, different things like that, and we go through a lot of things. And not all the time are, we're, are we happy and gleeful, uh, you know, uh, to, to be around others and different things of this sort. And we, I just want to put it out there that, you know, no matter what uh, – Brenda or myself or Island or anyone that happens to come onto the radio to bring you information that will help you to cope with anything that you are dealing with, especially on this segment. Believe me, you know, every day is always a good day, but sometimes you'd be sad and going through, and we all need support. So if you have any instruments of you, please give us a call at 347 347- Eight eight four eight six four. That number again is three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. And if you want to call toll free and to listen in or want to be a guest, again you can call in at this number at one eight seven seven four eight three 
1-877-483-3153. That number again is 1-877-483-3153. And I have to admit that my show may not be one of the rocketest, a rocket science place where you can uh, come and figure out Hello. Hello once again. The Lardy Miss Claudia Blog Talk Radio Show. I am sorry for that disconnection. And we are having a few difficulties, but we are back, okay? I ain't going nowhere, y'all. This is the Lardy Miss Claudia Blog Talk Radio Show. For real, for real. So I want to go back into showing you how to succeed in trying again to make your relationship work. How to make your relationship work. And we're coming out of Love Coach Blog, okay? This is from www.lovecoachblog.com. And it's, it's, it's written by Love Coach Renata, all right? So we're going to find out what everybody's perspective of thinking is on relationships and we're just putting it out there for you. Otherwise, I hope that you do enjoy. And here we go. Many couples go through struggles, fights, problems, issues, and almost get to the brink of breakup or divorce. Yet they love each other. They, they are attached to each other or are not ready to give up on what may be true love. This is a good thing. It's good to keep trying to make love work. But how do you get the trying again, right? And how do you survive the in-between time when the relationship is not yet working exactly as both of you would like? But here are the steps and activities the couples must engage in for the trying again to be successful. You will also find the, find the actions each person should take by him or herself to survive while the relationship is being repaired. And they, they give, you, uh, give you a, for instance, on do this for the trying again to work. They say figure out on what went wrong in your relationship. For this to work, both of you must honestly look at what you did to get your kid to its current state. It's better that each of you try to take more of the better than less of the blame. All defensiveness must be set aside. All excuses thrown out the window so you can look honestly at what happened. Then it goes further to say, if you want help, I am excellent. I am excellent. I am an excellent relationship diagnostic patient. I, I didn't jack that word up. That's a, that's, a, that's a doctor in relationships. In one coaching session, Miss uh, Coach Renata said, in one coaching session, I can tell you exactly 
what went wrong with your relationship and, and show each of you which issues you need to work on, okay? So anyway, she goes to two, get to work on yourselves. Work on those issues and personality traits which got you and your relationships in trouble. Work on these issues wholeheartedly because if you don't, you will lose the relationship. Do everything in your power to turn your issue around. Read all the helpful books you can get your hands on. Take courses and e-courses. Get yourself a coach or a therapist. Take significant action daily to show each other you care and value each other and your shift. This is one of the most critical steps you can take to succeed in trying again. Number three, she says, deal with the two of you have caused each other. When ready, each of you will have to talk about the pain caused by the other with that person listening intently and taking it in. You both will need to share the pain, listen to each other, and find a way to truly forgive and start anew. And four, talk to each other. Make sure you communicate clearly each other about what you want and expect in the relationship. Next, make sure that you both know what each one of you is agreeing to achieve. Talk about your feelings and experiences. Share with each other what you are discovering in your personal work. And sometimes just talk about whether what's going on in your life. Use communication to And then it goes further to say, but do not only communicate and do nothing else. This is where most couples who are trying again get in trouble. They reconnect but do not make changes to support the connection and eventually destroy the relationship by the same actions which got them in trouble in the first place. Create joyful moments together. Even if they start out small, spend snippets of time together, just being close. At the same time, do not throw yourself back into the thick of the relationship until the hard personal work has been by both of you. You do not want to risk the fragile nature of trying again. Relationship by overwhelming it with untransformed issues. Then it goes into how to survive the trying again sanely. Get daily support. Help on a daily basis is priceless. Nothing keeps us in towards what you want like daily inspiration. Right? Are you serious? Can you hear that? Daily inspiration. Giving each other inspiration is what it takes to keep you moving. Get daily inspiration, comfort, insight, encouragement, love, support them so that you can remember to think positive thoughts and maintain a positive attitude. And going further would also mean that wherever that you go to get your inspiration, comfort, insight, encouragement, love, and support, and wisdom from, don't leave out your partner. Because sometimes we can lean on other people to give us such inspiration, and we end up somehow, we end up falling over heels for that person, thinking that they were helping the situation when all the fact is is that the person that you confide to get this love and support from because you did not include your partner uh, wants you to, okay, because they 
somebody like you, but not all the time, because they may not be they'll get back together with. And to you, uh, Brenda, what was it that you want to say? I know that there's a caller right here on the phone, and you know, and I will let the caller on, and perhaps we will go on ahead and do that and give the caller a chance to stand up, speak up, and speak their mind on how they may feel about it. Caller, with the area code of 201 and the last four digits, 9938, you're on the line. You got something to talk about? Bring it on. We need help. Well, I guess that caller decided that they just wanted to listen, and so we will go on. Now, here is another one that will be a good thing to look at. Deal with the pain the two of you have caused each other. When ready, each of you will have to talk about the pain caused by the other. With that person listening intently and taking it in, you both will need to share the pain. Listen to each other and find a way to truly start anew. Now, I said that before, but I'm reiterating it because it's important, even though you bring loved ones in and all of that. But if you forget about the partner, you know, because you absorbed in getting this soulless, you know, somebody will snatch you up and you'll be in the middle of the ocean with a few of shark teeth in your mouth, and your partner can't do much but throw a, a raft out to you and stay on shore and, you know, hope that you get back, okay, you know, from, from allowing a situation to happen. Then it goes further to say, in how to survive and try again sanely, face the greatest wants and desires for the relationship. Face the feelings of possibility not having what you want. Face the feelings of losing the relationship. Face your fear of disappointment and heartache. In facing your fears, you will comfort those worst possible scenarios which, when they are not faced, make it hard to be in the in-between time of waiting for the to work. Facing the possibilities you fear will give you power and peace. Come up with a strategy of what you will do if you if your greatest fears come true. Put the strategy down on the paper and brainstorm or research real-world solutions and steps to take in case your relationship does not work out as planned. Having this strategy will give you power back and help you realize that you will be fine either way. Give yourself the comfort of knowing that regardless of the situation, you will still be able to take care of yourself and your life. Work on gratitude. So often when important situations in life are not going as we want, we tend to throw out the baby with the bathwater. We discount or ignore the other things that are going well. Gratitude for those things that are going well will help you feel better and have more patience and resilience for the trying again in your relationship. A practice of making or reviewing a gratitude list each day can make a big difference in the level of happiness and well-being experience. Could anybody agree on that? Okay, you know, because I don't want to be all by myself. Oh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Because, um, hey, I, I, even I need to know about this stuff. Huh. I mean, it's important. Absolutely. And then it gives you another one on 
when you decide to survive the trying again sanely. It says practice spiritual discipline, such as meditation, prayer, communing with nature, sitting quietly, going to church, etc. What you seek is training in how to be with what is I.S. Spiritual discipline can teach you how to accept the now when it's not what you want and not what you hope for and not what you would choose for yourself. Learning to be with what I is, what is, learning to be what is will teach you how to have peace in any circumstance. Then it says, it goes further, go deeper into, let's know, allow happiness, excuse me. So often when major situations are not working as well as we wish them to be, we feel guilty for having happiness in other areas of life. It is as if there have be it is as if there we have to be loyal to the unhappiness. Hmm. Now, you know what I'm saying? Huh. Let me go back over that one more time. Allow <laughs> happiness. So often when major situations are not working as we wish them to be, we feel guilty for having happiness in other areas of life. As it is as if there we have to be loyal to unhappiness. Give yourself permission to be happy and to laugh. Give moments of happiness by doing those things that give you the opportunity to be happy. Now, I'm going to go here and, you know, and if there anybody got something to say I'm on this one, you know, on well, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, what you just, I heard just exactly what you said. Uh-huh. But if the tables was turned, I mean, sometimes people can be selfish to the neighbors that don't want to see you happy. Well, is that a question or a statement? Because the question is, are you still supposed to allow yourself to have this or fall into the trap of not wanting to be happy because you're making someone else happy? Uh, Colin, you got anything to say about that? I'd like to tackle that one. Okay. Um, I would like to say, first of all, never, ever let someone see your joy. If you feel someone is trying to bring you down, get away from them. If you feel that you can't get away from them, warn them. If you warn them and that don't work, they have passed the point where they are now taunting you. Would you be friends with anyone that taunts you? Would you be lovers with anyone that taunts you? No. You are now becoming my adversary, my enemy. Now you're you're coming against me. You're not acting like you're full. Because I said this is bothering me, but you're still continuing to do it. So I must come from among you, pull myself away, <laughs> take a breather, <laughs> I got to go for a walk. I got to take a shower, bath. Excuse me. Get alone. And that's all I have to say about that. Never let someone feel your joy. Yeah, well, and you know how I have known that so well, and then the other part of it that I wanted to say on it is that, you know, even though that it takes two to tango, it takes two. There is never, 
you alone doing something to make a relationship bad on your own. However, you know, again, as they spoke in this article, that you have to accept of responsibility for your part to play. Sometimes being too kind in a relationship, too loving, will send a man or a woman into a frenzy because they love to have some kind of drama every now and then. That is, I don't know. But, you know, under the circumstances, to get to to get to the point where you don't want nothing but peace in your life is a process, and it is stripped from you through the processes of life of dealing with other people that got drama coming in their life, and you'll be able to see that like a, a, a police car light. If you see it come on, you've got an attention, and you can deal with it at that point. Island. You got something to say again? Come yes. on with it. As we spoke about in the previous segment of yes. the show, yes. some people are used to being abused. Right. Some people Absolutely. are used to being physically abused. Right. Some people are used to being mentally abused from childhood, not their lover, right. from their childhood. Right. And we right. must be stripped of that. We have to be stripped of what we are, what's normal to us, or what we think is normal to us, because somebody else's normality is not your normality. Right. True. And, and 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 to piggyback off of that is also to say that change is hard. Change is hard because you learn so much from various of people that you have had relationships with. Uh, media, TV, uh, radio, uh, books. Uh, you know, you learn so much and you don't never have really your own perspective of thinking because you have adopted, you know, discipline when you were as a child, abuses, you get out and you get shy and you meet peers and you get talked about and taunted from them and get hurt and thinking that you got friends and stuff and sometimes you don't. Then you go through your adult age, you know, and having sex and learning about life. These are all processes and you learn habits from different uh, lovers and different husbands or however many times you've gotten married or divorced, whatever, but you learn other people. And when you get to a point where you're ready to let all of what you've been through in your first life as process coming up in understanding how you need to be in perspective of thinking and and you don't do everything that everybody do, then it's easier to define what you want out of life and what kind of person you want out of life. And so when it says allow happiness, because some people like to be loyal to unhappiness, and as we have spoke on another article here, you know, dealing with how to forgive yourself, how to forgive yourself and how to how to love yourself through this thing is basically if you allow another person to make your life miserable or make your life unsustainable where you can't even function in it, then that opportunity is now got to come to a close because you must love yourself through it. Amen. You must love yourself through it. You don't want to go bankrupt. 
okay? And a lot of people do that and end up later on bitter, bitter as what? What's a good thing? The call, yeah, bitter as lemons, you know, poking their lips out and all sour. So this is what you can do to to try again in your relationships and this time in trying to succeed at making your relationship work by those tips that I have given you. And I want to share with you, uh, you know, a few people that have given their comments on, on, on this subject, okay? And, and here is one that had made a comment uh, that wrote onto this, uh, that wrote this information or, or made a comment to this article. It said, it seems whenever I try to find material to fit my situation, I find the focus on the love foundation stuff. I am not saying it's pissy at all. It just, it just doesn't fit because we don't love each other. We're trying again and again and again because we have children me, and we don't want to fail us, and we don't think anyone else has it any better in the end. So why jump out of the frying pan into the flame? Him. So without love, without the love foundation, what are we to build on? And then one by Tanya that was made, and she made a comment on, I made a mistake. I went to meet someone for a drink and laugh, and now the laugh is on me. I love my man more than anything in the world, and now I have hurt him so bad. And now if he will just give me a chance to show him I love him, I will never make that mistake again. It is tough to get back the trust once he, trust he once had with me, but it if it takes our lifetime, I will prove to him that I love him more than anything. And she says out loud to her man, I love you, baby. Then there's another one coming from Cheryl, another comment. And that comment came in on, I'm embarking on rekindling my ex-husband. We are trying to make this work, but I'm not sure if I'm making the right decision. He has hurt me so much past. And even during our time of reconciling, he let another woman spend the night. Although he stated nothing happened, this part of his um, M.O., okay, even though he stated nothing happened, this is part of his M.O. I want so much to trust him, but I'm afraid to give him my heart for him to hurt me again. I'm looking for ways to trust and rekindle but I'm running out of energy really fast. And, you know, I'm giving you all these scenarios because that is also to show you out there that didn't hurt in any relationship or trying to rekindle one or trying to find out what it takes. I'm giving you comments from those that have been through and done that and still going through. And here is one. Tammy, she said she loved the article. I'm going to talk to my boyfriend about everything. We have been going out on and off for going out and off for about five months, and we both love each other so much. We just started going back out again. But lately our relationship has been on the rocks, and I'm trying my best to make it stronger because I'm scared of 
him. He wanted, I can say I want to have a family with and I want to spend the rest of my life with. It's just really hard. And then lastly, and lastly, here is one by an anonymous. And he says, here, I love my girl, and we are... And, and we are and were engaged, but here is a big bump in our relationship. She can't seem she can't seem to forgive me. She now I love her. She now I love her and she says the love she loves me back. Wow. What do I do? What to think? The pain is big and my heart is weak. I want you to know that I want us to be. But what would it be if we can't see? I love you, baby. I'm sorry I did. Just don't want to lose the best thing I ever had happen to me. I want us to get married and be happy like we used to before everything happened. I truly do miss you. I need you, baby. So here is scenarios on how to succeed in trying again. And these are live people real people that are going through just like you may go through, but they have the same fears and the same uh, uh, issues of being conservative, don't know what to do, but there's always something to do is to do it. If it's in your heart, go with your heart. Don't go with your mind because your mind is ready to rationalize anything, you know, but everything is not good to rationalize. And as my Anale all day have pointed out that do not put your trust in man, but put your trust in God. Most of all, do not think on your own. Because if you think on your own, you might mess the thing up. And I'm getting ready to bring her back on here so that she can tell that part again, based up off of a Bible verse in Proverbs. Not to lean on your own understanding. Ma'anale, give them that last thing because it's so important, so important for it to be said. Here she is, my daughter, Ma'anale all day from Fresh Studio. And she's pulling out the Bible, y'all. So be ready to hear this, okay? Because even though that I'm a mother of five, and I have survived a lot of things in my life. But one thing for sure, that I have used God, the spirituality of our life, to try to help to bring my kids to a better understanding about living, living life and living it more abundantly and, 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 and succeed no matter what happens. So you're getting ready to hear from one that, God has blessed me to sow a seed, and hear the seed come back and going to something about. Again, this is my Anale all day. Continue listening to my mother. She has many great wisdom to share with you guys. It's great participation. So if you feel any of this, feel free to call in. So, Proverbs, chapter 5, chapter 3, verse 5. The Lord with all your heart, and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, and he shall direct your path. Really, stuff here. And explain why 
real life to you, Ma. It's like to me because I really didn't want to come on, but it came to me that, that I was doing everything that was right because I thought this needed. But in actuality, all I was doing was digging my for me. I didn't have, I don't have a past, but God knows my past. And me allowing him to control that has put me in places right now in my life that I, I probably would take me another five to six years to accomplish doing it my own. That's just coming in an understanding of what you can say practice for. And that is a question. You know, young in this team, and you dated, you know, where could I turn to stand and wisdom at? I want to ask you, Dan, where could to get that kind of And I was just sitting here amazed because I see it. I do. And this is kind of like, actually, I don't get me wrong. But I'm young. I do my own thing. Could you go ahead and ask a question again? And, and you, at this point, as a human, in this world, and to see and the relationship have with guys, how did you, how did someone the understanding this versus being real to you and not leaning to your own some women, you know, will do all of what they do to try to keep a relationship, whether it's that, but never actually go to God to get this information. How did you, some of wanted to be real as you know it, to listening, how did you find it to be real after struggles through your relationship? Like, you know, when you problem, sometimes, you know, you're of this world, and it's fleshy for you to feel some safe, but I found out that I was really going about it all the wrong way, so one, you got to have someone that's safe. You can't think that, you know, living the way you should be, the way that God lives that you should deal with the man that is, or a woman that is of the world, because honestly, they're not going to be able to deal with the magnitude of blessings that God stowed upon you to, with you guys being in two different places, you're not on the same page. So you definitely want to get on the same page with someone. And I realized, you know, that couldn't get what was going wrong. Every relationship, every guy. And you know what? There's only one thing in the Bible. There's only one time God tells you to flee from something. He tells you to flee from fornication and youthful lust. Fornication, when, when I heard that last week on Sunday, I was a little shocked because I'm like, wow, I'm going to be honest. You know, 20 <laughs> So I'm just like, that's, you know, pretty much in this life, this world, right? That's what everything is about. And I'm honest with you, when you point where you feel like, 
you don't need that and you, you want someone to say, you know what, I ain't got to return you. I ain't got to say to the next, to the left, to the, okay, you will be mine, it will be yours. And whatever we go through, we allow God, God brought this union together. God's going to flourish through be up in here preaching. Don't hey, hey. Hey. That's good. That's good. That's good. Because we look at this, see, fornication can up in a marriage. People get married according to some uh, of thinking, let's say churches and any other, you know, where we found this information out to say that marriage is going to heal everything, don't have sex, before you get married, you got people that will go and get married because they like each other and they don't want to burn and get married just for the sex of it and not really be given the information needed to actually make a marriage. Because the marriage or the relationship, when God brings it there, it's a spiritual one. It is already consummated with the bond of the spiritual God to be involved in the relationship at the jump. It's just basically if you're coming in with the wrong intent or the wrong purpose can change a whole drastic relationship, whether it's in a marriage or in a a relationship that's bordered to get married. And that's why you come in with Proverbs 3 and 5, what I just read. All right. You don't lean to your own understanding and controlling and knowing how that relationship is supposed to work. Mm -hmm. That is going to that relationship way uh, this is like two times the power of God when you two come together. It shouldn't under you know what I mean. Both be all. I mean, yeah, but there are some cases where you do get a storm every now and then. Yeah, you need that. No, but it ain't no ugly. It's time. not. It's a little. It's right over back here. Yeah, the yeah. blue and have a little little rain cloud. All right. You got your little moment. <laughs> you know, now it's time to move it on, okay? You messing up the, you know, the weather. Absolutely, here. absolutely. It's understandable. It is truly understandable. Now, we are, you know, I know that I have something to say, and I'm proud of you, that the power of, the, of God is, is 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 everything that you need in order to survive this this issue that we're going that we go through. Yeah, I definitely. Um, I'm just. I you know, and I have you in me, and you know, if anything, if y'all hear my mom, you know, I'm just a clone. Okay, so. I like to say, you know, I'm glad I caught it early now. Yeah. Even though yeah. I feel like I've had a go mm-hmm. despite my age. Mm-hmm. And what it is that I've, I've allowed so much to come into me, I allowed to accept so much, I realize the things that's going on. Right. It's not like odd or a painted picture and I can't get it. I understand. And with that comes the right mind with wisdom, learning, right. experience. You know, right. Experience coming through failure. You have to have failures right. in order to in order become And it comes with a price because you got to sacrifice something, either him or God, either her or God. 
no, no way around it. It's always going to be God, regardless what you say. Even if you try to change it and say anything, <laughs> God's going to take it away. Okay. okay. Yo, anyway, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's going to happen. It's, a, it's a really a lose situation when you don't allow God to bring your blessings to you. Thank you, my Annalee, for that beautiful comment. Dang, we need to, that needs to be on, on uh, yeah, that's in the Bible, and it's the truth. Let's go on further because we don't have a lot of time that is left, and we're down to the wire. I think we're down to about 11 minutes. And we did say if we had time that we would talk about, we would talk about a point here that give to think about. Um, and now, get started here. We all have, what, 13 minutes. And and Tyrone has something that he wants to, you know, let you all know about going in the dictionary. Boy, this is research, it's a Bible, dictionary, articles. So we're trying to bring it all to you. So if it doesn't sound like we are, are are doing our job, please, please, we, we are trying to give you whatever we got to help you because we know what it's like. You're not alone. Tyrone? Yes, I'd like to say something to the gentleman mm. in the audience, you know, because we can't blame everything on the Sometimes you want to be hard-headed. You want to hang out with the boys. And while your woman sitting at home alone and vice versa, sometimes the women want to hang out with the girls. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have companionship, you gotta have that long time and you wanna hang out to hang out with the boys. But you gotta do everything in moderation. Hey my baby little uh roller coaster ride, I'm gonna call it. You know what I'm saying? A little turmoil. And we had a conversation, you know, laying in the bed, just relaxing. And she said something that I didn't do. I said, what do you mean I don't, I don't do that? She said, you don't console. I said, console you? I said, I do console you. Don't I hold you in bed all night, rock you to sleep and hug you? She said, no, you don't console me. But see, I didn't know what console means. I didn't know how to do it. And I really didn't know what it meant to a woman. You know, see, this woman is teaching me man. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was a man. It's some great. Oh, yeah, I'm being taught like how to be a woman. That's for sure. Through all of the stuff that we're talking about on this, on these segments that we've been on, patient Even Brenda's been helping me. Go ahead. And I want to read the definition to all the men out there and to all the women out who are not consoling their partners. Console. To help someone who is sad or disappointed to feel better. Example, no one can console her when her first child died. Danny consoled himself with the thought that Matt couldn't go either. Console your partner. Console your partner. Wow. That is very important, consoling. And he took it out of the dictionary. So if you can't get it no other way, that was the best way it could ever be over to you by the dictionary version and how to console someone is sad or disappeared. 
because it's so important. It's important. You don't do that. You blame what what it takes to make the relationship succeed. All right. Now going down to the wire, I think we probably only got about six minutes. But, you know, again, we're going to, Island and myself is going to come and share a, a poem, okay, a poem with you, and a poem with you, and from that, I'm sorry, y'all, you know, there'd be a lot of whispering going on around here, and sometimes I get uh, defocused, but... I am going to read my poem, okay? And this is for all the ladies in the house that, you know, have a fantasy or you are actually in a relationship with something like this, but I thought I'd write a poem about it because it will be helpful because we we have negative words that we have out and about in our society, but never do we turn those negative words into something powerful that will call someone to to feel beautiful once again or that it means something more than just a negative word. So let me read this to you. The poem is entitled Molested by the man I love. I woke up early in the morning to gather my thoughts for the day. He reached for me with a gentle kiss to my face. Good morning, Wendy, he says, with a smash to hug him with a warm embrace. And soon we're meeting on the moon with the stars all around us. The feel of his hands touching on my skin sent me to utopia's wonderland. His words of I love you for real was a blast to outer space. There was no place I could run or hide as our flesh meshed, the sweat, the glee, the love endlessly. I was molested by the man that loved me, and I'm proud of it. Nothing bad. I was on my knees. With licks on my neck and back, actual seduction, oh, I stop him now. I have never loved a man like this before in my whole entire life. I wish I'd never met him, but I can't speak without him. Come back, love that never departs. Sometime I can't stand him, but I can't be with him. This feels so real. Oh, God, help me, Jesus. I want some more. Oh, please stop making love to me. With a question in his eyes, he kept taking me on utopia's ride. Here I come again, and all lights shine on me. He was with me on a ride night when he told me he felt the shock of electricity from our conductivity. Transmission, ability, molested by the man I love. Wow, that was nice. That was deep. <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty deep. I hope that uh, that this helps anybody out there that have fantasies or is in a relationship or wanting anything like this, because I had to use the most undesirable word in the world called molested. 
to try to explain that love can be done in a wonderful way when someone loves you and they molest you with that love. You know, it's better than being molested, y'all. But that is my verb of being molested by the man I love, okay? So, I, what you got to say about this? I know you got a poem that had a knock they socks off to you. I'm scared of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of that. Well, you tell me why you scared of it. That's a bad word for a man, but uh, that's the way you feel. <laughs> that's the way you feel. <laughs> this one is called, I Need Your Love. And then I guess you can molest me. I'm sorry, folks, out there in Rio Land. I have never loved a woman like this before in my whole entire life. I have never felt the comfort that I feel right now in my whole entire life. I have never felt the peace I feel right now in my whole entire life. I mean, I never felt the need for someone's love like I feel this before in my whole life. I've never felt the need for someone's love like this before in my whole entire life. I need your love. I Now that's a beautiful poem just as well. We are hoping that to soothe the savage relationship that somebody out there will get this and run with it. And so, with that, we want to say to you, we love you, but we got to close. Now, we do the show for the next week because, of course, yours truly, Larry Miss Cardi, is going to be at the Lincoln Theater right here in Columbus, Ohio, singing her first debut for songs and being out at the Martin Luther King Live Park and making sure that, you know, to acclimate the people on someone that they don't even know about. I got to get out here, y'all. But I'll have some videos and stuff that I'll place up on Facebook for you to look at. And also, Ivan will be out there showing his stuff, too. So we got a lot to bring to you. And, of course, Brenda Wright, the light is right. Oh, she's in the house. You know what I'm saying? We all got something to bring to you. But we want to say love each other unconditionally. And at the same time, love God with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul. And seek the Lord. Seek the Lord for, for everything. everything. Seek the Lord for everything, and he will grant it unto you. And my lay all day, thank you for coming on to this show and expressing yourself 
right here on the Learning This Coin Blog Talk Radio Show. It was very nice. Yes. From a young lady. Yes, from a young lady. Yeah. A beautiful young lady, y'all. She has a lot and she has to Yes, she does. And she will be in the scene soon. She will be going out of the country and she's going to kick United States door back. So. You know girl in the plastic bubble. And you can find that on Hub Pages with Tyrone Smalls on HubPages.com, okay? So we're getting ready to get off of here. Tyrone, roll us out with a nice song. <laughs> 